Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today I want to share with you a little bit of my testimony starting from when I was age 12, 13 years old and um, some things that I don't think we've actually uh, done an episode on yet, but I'm calling this episode Short Chain. Um, you know, I believe that as a young person, it's so important that you decide now that you're going to serve God wholeheartedly, um, no matter whether you're a teenager, whether you're a young adult. Um, most people who listen to this um, podcast are between the ages of like 18 and 25. And so um, so we focus on that, on these kinds of things. But, um, you know, I believe that this episode is going to be a turning point for some of you that say, you know what, I felt the pulling of the Holy Ghost to go another level or to um, be more consecrated towards the things of God but I've held back because I've looked around and I've seen that other people, um, even other Christians, um, aren't necessarily at that level. But I want to encourage you because, you know, when I was when I was 12 or 13, um, you know, I was a pastor's kid, so we had a small church. I didn't have any kind of um, example of, you know, somebody like a little bit older than me that I could look to for um, an example, like a godly example. We just didn't have really um, a lot of teenagers in our church. And then if we ever did have teenagers, they weren't really um, living for the Lord. You know, they were they were just kind of like church attenders. So, um, you know, so at 12 or 13, um, I remember going to a summer camp and um, and just making a decision for myself. You know, it's not like I was in 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 all kinds of sin and, in you know, in, in way out in, in left field and had done all this crazy stuff. But I remember feeling convicted just about some small things. And um, for me at that time in my life, it was music and in things that I'd seen on TV, TV shows, because I had, you know, I had a I had the access to those kinds of things, I had a TV in my room, I had a, a um, like a clock radio and, and things. And I could decide what I wanted to listen to. I had some, you know, some, some freedom in that way. And so I remember at that time that I, I, w- I had asked the Lord, you know, to keep my conscience, um, you know, keep me on a short chain with God. You know, I don't want to stray away from God. Like I want to please God and I want him to be pleased with me. And um, so I remember coming back from that summer camp and being feeling so full of God and only wanting, you know, worship music and only wanting, you know, things that are pure. And, um, and I remember like, just like, you know, putting, putting everything aside, throwing things away and, um, and making decisions for myself at at that age. Um, but you know, there was, there was times now, so that was, that was like 12, 13, but I remember going back to school and different kids that were in in my school would ask me, Oh, what's your favorite band? What's your favorite, um, you know, show, what do you, whatever. And, And I would always, you know, say like, Oh, it's, you know, this Christian band or that Christian, um, band or whatever. And, you know, I don't really watch a lot of TV. And, uh, I started to get made fun of by kids. You know, there was, um, one day a week, like you would get chosen to bring in a CD and then somebody would get to play play their own music during like our study hour. And I remember like bringing in a Christian CD and and getting made fun of for doing that. And, um, and so, you know, it was like, I was, I was coming up against, you know, um, basically like the peer pressure to like, you know, be cool and, you know, and listen to, you know, secular music. But I will tell you this, a couple of years after that, um, you know, I went to a different um, school, went into high school, went to a different school. And then um, I remember, you know, having a, a very similar moment where, you know, people realized that I was a Christian 
and that I was not into the things that they were into. And that pressure came again. And, and people were, you know, um, saying, you know, like, well, why don't you listen to this music? Why don't you, you know, do these sorts of things? And why aren't you, you know, um, you know, why don't you, you know, go to these kinds of places? And, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of pressure that came from my peers and to, to do things that were just ungodly and things that, um, weren't right. And unfortunately, a lot of young people are faced with that. And, and, uh, for a lot of people, they don't have somebody in their life that they can look to as an example and say, no, I want to be like them. You know, they're, they're living pure and they're, you know, they're living holy and they're going after God. And, uh, and I want, I want that lifestyle, you know? And so, you know, I was faced with the choice, you know, at, a, at, you know, 14, 15 years old, um, I was faced with the choice, you know, to either cross certain lines or just, you know, stay with the plan of God for my life. You know, I don't think that, you know, a lot of times people realize that you as a Christian to your school, you know, you, yes, you should preach the gospel to people and you should openly vocalize and give people opportunities to receive Jesus. But every choice that you make and every, 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 you know, the music that you're listening to and every influence that you're putting into your life is what you're going to reflect. And so that's why you as a young person, have to be so careful what you let come in because that's what's going to influence you and that's what you're going to begin preaching that's going to be your gospel whatever you put in is what's going to come out and so I want to go to uh, one of my favorite um, passages one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible it's actually the longest um, passage of the Bible I'm not going to read the whole thing but Psalm 119 starting in verse 9 it says how can a young man stay pure only by living in the word of God and walking its truth. It, verse 10, I have longed for you with the passion of my heart. Don't stray from, don't let me stray from your directions. I consider your prophecies to be my greatest treasure and I memorize them and write them on my heart to keep me from committing sins, treason against you. So, you know, what is the, what is the short answer to how does somebody stay pure as a teenager, as a young person? You're going to come against peer pressure. You're going to come against people that you work with or people that you go to school with that are going to say, hey, you're weird that you don't listen to this type of music. You're weird that you don't go to these kinds of places, that you don't smoke weed, that you don't um, go to parties, that you don't sleep around. People are going to come to you and, and point blank question you as a human being because you're not like them. And you have to know that your your foundations in the word, that you stand in the word and that, you know, it, that there's there's something that I'm living for. And, and it's it's not, you know, it's not for a temporary um, pleasure that this world can give me. I'm, I'm living for eternity. I'm living that I would please God, that every move that I make in my life would please God. And how do we, how do we get to that place? Well, we have to put the word of God in our hearts. We have to have that word so hidden in our hearts and and, you know, when you hide the word of God in your heart, nobody can take it away from you. And the devil can't steal your future from you when, when that word is hidden in, hidden in your heart. You're not going to backslide because that word is hidden in your heart. And when that word's in your heart, you, ha you get a love for God like you've never had before. And so I encourage you as a young person begin listening to anointed preaching, begin, um, you know, get on a reading plan, begin reading the word of God, make it your goal that you read the whole entire Bible. If you've never read it yet, make it your goal that you read the whole entire Bible through in one year or, or in six months, you know, you can get 
you can get so much of the word in you and then make it your goal to, to meditate on the scripture that applies to your life. I remember a time when I was probably 19 or 20 and, uh, you know, a situation happened where there was a, you know, potential relationship. And, um, you know, it's funny cause I knew the Lord, the Lord would always speak to me very, very strong in this area. And he had spoken to me to just leave it alone. And I kept you know, praying about it. And I kept, you know, this friendship with this person. And I was like, you know, I was basically kind of still headed in that direction, even though, um, even though I knew in my heart that it wasn't right, but I wanted to keep the friendship. And one day, um, this guy came to me and said, you know what? God spoke to him and told him to stop being friends with me. And, uh, and I was like, man, man, God is totally looking out for me, but uh, I wasn't happy about it at the time. And I remember I went into the word and I found scripture in Proverbs that says, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. I don't know the exact, um, the exact scripture reference, but many are the plans in a, in a man's heart, but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And I remember I wrote it down um, multiple times and meditated on it. I put it on my wall. And so I would literally see it when I would wake up. I would, I would, I had it right in front of my eyes um, at all times. And that's how I got through that situation that God, you know what, this was the plan that I had, but God, your plan, I want your plan and your purpose to prevail in my life because there's nothing that I want more than to please you and to serve you and to be in the will of God. God and to be exactly where God wants me. And so, you know, when it comes to these things with purity, um, you know, living a lifestyle of purity is what sets you up for the call of God for your life, for walking into the call of God for your life. You're not going to be 16, 17, 18, 19 years old and uh, doing your own thing and thinking like, oh, you know, I'll get it right later. And and then I'll, and then I'll fulfill the call of God on my life. You know, yes, God can redeem, God can restore, but you start now. You have the knowledge, you have the understanding and, and you're hearing it now. Maybe it's the first time you've ever heard it, but you as a young person need to take responsibility for your life and for the um, the purity that you have, the, the Christian witness that you have. You know, if, when you, if you decide, you know, I'm 16, I'm 17, I'm 18, I'm 20, you know, I'm whatever. If you decide now, I'm going to live full out for God. I'm going to live in purity. I'm putting everything of worldliness aside. I want only God. I, I, I'm going to make, I'm going to make it my goal that I'm, I'm in the word every single day that I'm, that I'm praying that I have a relationship with God, that I'm witnessing to people, that I'm letting my light shine. When you make it your goal that I'm going to live full out for God, let me tell you what, you're not going to be, it's not going to be 10 years from now that you're purposeless, that you're living in somebody's basement and that you're, you know, you're working at Waffle House and you have nothing good to show for your life. No, you're going to quickly rise to the top in whatever God's called you to do. It's when you decide as a young person, I'm going to live for God, no matter what anybody else is doing around me, no matter what my, my sister, my brother, my mom and my dad does, I don't care what anybody does for me, I'm going to serve the Lord and I'm going to do it with my whole heart and I'm going to plant my feet in the ground. And this is where I'm going to stand. And so, you know what you can do is you can ask God, God, put a short chain on me. Don't let me get away with stuff. I don't want to get away with stuff. I don't want to look at another Christian and say, well, they do that. So I guess I can do that too. No, God, put a short chain on me. I want to be I want to be righteous. I want to be holy. I want to be used of God. And you as the young person that says that says God, put a short chain on me. Let, you know, let let the things of the world just fade to the background. I don't even want to I don't even want to desire any of it. I don't want to desire even the small things that 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 are worldly that I've let into my life like music or, you know, uh, TV shows or 
friendships that I shouldn't have, the things that seem small that eventually grow and, and, and become big. You know, the Bible says it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. So little things, seemingly small things can totally take you out of the, the plan of God for your life. And you as a young person, this is the final thing. You need to learn how to hear the voice of God. And this is, this for your life, this is the most important thing, that you would hear the voice of God. And how do you do that? By knowing his character, by knowing his word. When you know his word, you know his voice because he's never gonna tell you something that's not in his word. So you get to know God through his word and you get to know him by spending time with him, by being in his presence, by encountering God. And then when when these situations arise, you will feel the Holy Spirit's conviction. You'll feel his pulling and you'll know exactly where to go. You'll know exactly what to do. You'll know where to go to college. You'll know who you're supposed to marry. You'll know, um, you'll know like this is the job that I'm supposed to take. You'll know that's that's not the job I'm supposed to take. That's not the person I'm supposed to marry. God is going to always lead you by the Holy Ghost, but you need to know his voice. And as a young person, I would say that is the most important thing. And I'm so glad that somebody told me, learn the voice of God so that when things rise up, you hear that voice and it overrides the voice of your flesh and it overrides the voice of your friends and it overrides the voice of the devil trying to take you out of God's plan for your life. And I want to encourage you with this. You will accomplish the plan of God for your life. You will not backslide as long as you decide to. You can make that decision today. I will never backslide and I will fulfill the plan of God for my life. And you know, there was something that a man of God spoke one time and this really encouraged me. He said, if you can see it in your spirit, you can do it. So that very thing that you see when you close your eyes at night, when you see the whatever it is that God's called you to do, the, the crowds of people lifting their hands, worshiping, the crowds of people, you know, receiving Jesus, you know, whatever that thing is that you see yourself doing, that is is a God dream. He planted it in your spirit. And if you see it in your spirit, you can 100% do it. So follow after the call of God. I love you. Jesus loves you. We'll see you soon.